Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Come through, Queen. I wanna see ya. Come through, Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through, Queen. Drunk puppy, come on, girl. Hi, Brendan. Hey. <laughs> we have so much to get to this week. Pop culture is just Sh- running. Shaking. Like it 60 snapped. miles per hour. It snapped, as the children say. It finally snapped. <laughs> uh, but luckily, we have someone here to help us wade through it all. Brendan Carley is here joining us for the first time. Welcome, Brendan. Hello. <laughs> Uh, you are from GQ. Yes. You know everything that's going on. Sadly. Uh, <laughs> you are a Little Mix fan. Huge. Housewives fan. Love. Get, run us through um, Housewives and like reality TV and Bravo and like what you're a fan of and what you are scholarly in and just give us the rundown. So I started watching Housewives in high school when I was a little (laughs) a closeted teen Um, National Coming Out Day Happy National Coming Out Day Yeah, Uh, I watch all of them I watch every Housewives iteration there is Did you see DC? I watched DC Oh wow Yep Okay. Yep. I watched all of Miami when Miami was on How could you not? Do you Uh, go across seas and oceans? Oh yeah Are you international? No Good I have tried Australia like those, yeah. I can dip in for maybe four or five episodes on like a hungover Saturday, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't; it doesn't stick with yeah. me. I have a friend who is a housewife scholar, uh, and she has tried to get me on to Australian ones, and they just 
Ladies of London. I know that's not Housewives, but Ladies of London, beautiful show. I miss it. Yeah, I miss it definitely. Yep. Best, my favorite show. I might try to like try to find that this winter and dip back in and worth yeah. Snuggle up with hot, some hot cocoa and, and Caroline Stanberry. <laughs> um, I dip in and out of Below Deck oh. and Below Deck Med, though I haven't watched in probably a season or two. Okay, okay. but I've seen at least the first three or four. Do you both. do like a Southern Charm? Do you like a Married to Medicine? Do I have do... never watched Southern Charm, but the fun fact is I watched all of Relationship. Oh, interesting what, choices. What drew you to that? Are you like a Bachelor person? Yeah, okay. I I used to watch Bachelor with a close group of friends in college. Okay, so I think something about the dating format, mm. and also I saw in the trailer that he did an escape room in Brooklyn near where I live, oh. right by the Barclays Center. I'm surprised, like he, like filmed in New York. Besides, watch what happens live. No, the premise was he bopped around. Okay, yeah, and, yeah, like yeah. went to different cities, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. sure. Um, I did not watch the finale. I don't know how it ended. Mm. Stopped. Yeah. Right there. I think he's still not in love, so... Right. <laughs> Seems right. Um, drag Race? Drag Race, obviously. Love Drag Race. Uh, went to DragCon a couple of weekends ago. We'll get to that part. Yes. To DragCon. Uh, Jersey Shore? Yes. Oh, yeah. And Jersey Shore Reunion? Yeah. I'm too good. behind on Reunion because I just went away, but I love Reunion. Yeah, I loved the first season of Reunion. The second season is a mess. They have not had the whole cast together in one room. <laughs> I know. <laughs> at any point in the season. I just saw a clip of like an episode that's coming up. I think it might be this week. It might be airing tonight. Okay. Um, where Angelina's back and they're back at the shore house. Oh. And like her and Vinny are like like fighting, but everyone's like joking that this is how you flirt in Staten Island. Mm. Um, and they start throwing ketchup and shit at each other. Yeah. I can confirm that's how you flirt in Staten Island. <laughs> I wish Angelina had not come back for <gasps> season two. Season two. Oh, okay. Season, season two. one was her redemption arc and okay. I feel like she left on a high. Okay. I didn't... Really after she shit her pants? <laughs> <laughs> I was fine with it. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> it Don't... just, she came back and so, I don't know. Season two didn't do it for me, for okay. her. For yeah. her. Yeah. She I, came in swinging. Okay. I feel like it's missing Dina. It's missing Dina. I, the excuse for her not coming felt flimsy. The fact that she's pregnant? But did she, she was at the shore house. And was, she I watched. was she that pregnant before um, they flew? I just didn't understand, I guess. I feel like maybe she just, like, didn't want to, like, be around the drinking when she can't drink. Sure. Yeah. Well, Mike could do it. And yeah. like it's her first pregnancy, or we think it, we it's probably her first pregnancy rather. And like maybe she just wanted to be very careful. Sure, sure, like sure, that. sure, sure. Um, but that she did sense. go to the shore house. Good in the clip I saw. Her presence was missed. Um, I miss Sammy's sweetheart. Like when are they gonna rope her oh. in? Although I'm glad they didn't bring the sex doll back for the second. Oh, the sex doll God. was awful. I would have been really upset if she showed up. Yeah, yeah. I had enough of that. That was the worst part of the first season. Like really. in 2018, you're gonna have a like talking <laughs> sex doll. I don't think it spoke. <laughs> it did. It did. Sammy Sweetheart. Uh, oh, the post audio um, that they piped well, like, in. Like once it went to the pool for the first time, I think that went away. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But okay, it lost its voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, well, just, it seems like you know everything that we know pretty much. I am well versed. Uh, so let's start with probably the biggest movie ever released of all time. The most highly anticipated. At least, like, within our circles. Yes. It outsold Venom. Emotionally. Emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spiritually. A Star is Born. Uh, did you see it 
recently or did you see it like way ahead of time? So I saw it a week before it came out. Okay. Um, it was a Friday morning, 10 a.m. screening in Ooh. Times Square. Okay. It was the AMC in Times Square. Beautiful. Beautiful screening. Um, I skipped a meeting to be there. Was that the one where Tyler Oakley and Stephanie were there? Absolutely not. Okay. Oh, I was about, because I, that was, I did watch the video and it was at the AMC in Times Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was a night fan yeah. screening. I literally thought you were leading us up to like, this big reveal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, it was me and I think a room full of publicists for okay. both the movie and people in the movie and a couple of other journalists. Sure. Um, and I loved it. Yeah. Same. You didn't, you didn't, did you hear the soundtrack before going to the movie or not? Only Shallow. Yeah. The only thing I listened to was Shallow. So I think a great way to go into this, if you still haven't done it, is to see the movie first, then get into the soundtrack, and then go see it a second time. Yes. Once you, like, are familiar with the songs, which I plan on doing once I am, like, into all the songs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because for our screening, so Dan can tell you about what happened at the other side of the row in our screening. But, like, yeah. in our screening, people were, like, jazz when The Shallow came on. Like, that was, like, a really exciting moment because that was the song everyone knew. Also, other moments that people were... Ex- everyone... Our theater clapped with the, hey, hey, I just wanted to take another look at yeah. you moment. Ours did, too. Ours and, it was, right. and it was a press screening, and that does not happen <laughs> at press screenings. People still laughed and screamed at that line. And it was 10.15 in the morning. Wow. So, Dan, what happened to you? Well, I'm not going to name names, <laughs> but we were in a row of about 10 of us mm-hmm. at Alamo Draft House here in Brooklyn. Uh, so, when you're, those seats are like pretty spread out in that you can't really hear what's going down the other, like, other end of 10 of us. Uh, someone who was sitting close by decided 15 seconds before the movie to spoil what happened. The ending, but like specifics. specifics. Like I know Ugh. going into it, you that know, it's like a sad movie. Like you could probably guess that it's going to be sad. Stopped, so I didn't know what happened, and then I saw it, and then the Gaga profile came out in the New York Times the day I left for a vacation with my boyfriend, and I saw him reading it on the plane next mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. and I had read it already quickly before okay. he did. And I said, you need to stop reading at this sentence. Right. Because oh, it spoils it? Yes. <gasps> yes. So I said, you have to stop. Because re- he hasn't seen the movie. Yet. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, stop reading it there. And I think he did. Mm. I think I saved him from... So yeah. I feel like, you know, if you don't see a movie opening weekend, you open the door to being spoiled. Sure. We, oh, saw it we saw it Friday night. Friday this was, night. <laughs> this, was two da- this was two days before the movie yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. Yikes. Yeah, you said yeah. So um, it very much ruined the experience for me in that I just kept thinking about what's going to happen rather than enjoying the ride. And, and I, like it even ruined the experience like after seeing the movie. So like there was a group of us and like all we wanted to do, some of us wanted to do was like go out and like talk about the movie. But two people got like like you said the wind knocked out of your sails, and so yeah. it was like half of it was just talking about the fact that they got it spoiled. I I forgive the person who did this. <laughs> uh, it wasn't me for the record. If anyone thought it was me, it wasn't me. Oh yeah, I mean that is like a troll-blooded move of you, but no, it wasn't you. Did you get it spoiled for you? No, no, no I was just no. it was I just was Alex, Alex down and on myself the other side. got it spoiled. Uh, but it was I still in those what's like the opposite of rose tinted glasses. It's like charcoal tinted charcoal tinted glasses. <laughs> I still enjoyed this movie and. 
I feel like I still have the opportunity to experience the second version that I am suggesting for people who have yeah. already seen it once to like be a, go in as a super fan. Yeah. Also, Shangelin Willem stars. <sighs> Incredible. That was the reason I went to go see a screening of it because they were doing one. The only one that I could make before vacation was that Friday morning one, which is why I skipped a meeting. But I wanted to see yeah. Shangela and Willem because I wanted to write about the movie. But I wanted to specifically write about oh, yeah. Shangela yeah. and Willem. Which was great. I loved that article. Run, don't walk to GQ.com and check it out. Uh, I feel like there's been a lot of talk as to like maybe like one is doing a better job than the other in the movie. But I feel like they're both great yeah they do different stuff yeah. yeah and i like the story of like how shangela was summoned by lady gaga for this role despite the fact they ended up LG. redoing the role lg 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 <laughs> uh so she's amazing my one gripe with their involvement in the movie is this is not too much of a spoiler but you see them twice in the movie at very opposite ends of the movie and they're wearing the same exact thing well like maybe it was the same costume night yeah does that happen <laughs> in the drag world but two drag queens both happen to be wearing the same exact look i mean we've seen drag queens repeat looks irl yeah but it just was like they could have spent just two thousand dollars more on a, like and costumes. also willem said in an interview that she brought her own look yeah 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 so yeah. They easily could have just said, bring, bring two looks. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if maybe like they came up with this scene on the spot. Mm. I don't know. My gripe with their characters was it only that Shangela was named Shangela and Willem was not named Willem. Oh, yeah. Wait, Shangela was named Shangela? Yes. I, I must have like not noticed that in my rage. In the credits, it said Shangela and then it, up next to it was uh, her actual name. Yeah, yeah. And then Willems was like just like Di emerald or diamond or some, something. Yeah, yeah, something like some that. Jewel. Were they? I don't think they ever really said it on screen, or if they did, it was muttered. But mm. was not Willem. I also love that we learn Allie's name after the fact is Campana, Campania. Yes. that's not said in the movie, right? The nice mm. Italian girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I will say just one last thing about this: the bar scene where that they were in, like it felt like an actual gay bar. Like yes, yes. Like it, it felt feels like, like pieces. it feels like pieces on drag <laughs> night. It literally does. Yeah. So good job to them. Yeah. Kudos. While we're in this drag kind of mood, uh, Brennan and I missed DragCon this year because of Christina Aguilera. I have been last year. Brennan's never been. Brennan, you went. I did this year. I did. Give us the scoop. What's going on? Did you see Nikki Blonsky? <laughs> I did not see Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray. <laughs> I went on Saturday. I had a I had a press pass mm -hmm. and I decided I would go the day that Trixie and Katya were doing their panel. Mm. Just I wanted to see if I could get in that room. The answer was absolutely not. Okay. Um, <laughs> because there were teen girls lined up since eight in the morning <gasps> to get into the Trixie and Katya room. That's so sick. And I realized that before I left my house. Yeah. I lo I line. looked at Twitter and I realized yeah, I just saw photos hundreds of girls yeah, yeah, yeah. lined up. And I was like, oh, great. We can just eat our breakfast leisurely. I'm, we're not getting into this panel. Um, but I went and I, we went to a couple of panels. We went to a panel about, uh, it was like a rock the vote style panel. Mm. Uh, and the only drag talent from Drag Race that was on it was Bob the Drag Queen. Okay. Mm. Who was incredible. Oh, yeah. 
incredibly magnetic, so smart and funny, which is not shocking to anybody who has ever watched Bob, but also made me think, like, if Bob had a daily show, once a week type thing, especially because when Bob filled in for Katya... Right. I like the show more. Me as well. <laughs> yeah. And I think Bob should have her own late night thing, even yeah. if it's just a limited month-long, six-week filler. I don't care. Viceland, call Bob the Drag Queen back. Or Netflix. I think Netflix. Bob is my favorite winner, and I'm... I, didn't I, I say Bob was my favorite winner when we ranked them that yeah. one time? I don't think you said that, though. I think I said Alaska at that point, mm, but Bob yeah. was quick, like, very close. Yeah. But, like, I ranked them outside of the show, too. Mm, so, yeah. like, people I liked in the show, like, Sharon and Bianca are, like, now way down on the list. <laughs> yeah. Have you, have either of you seen Bob's stand-up special? No. No. Bob has an Amazon stand-up oh. special. Oh, really? I think Bob filmed it and then shopped it. I don't think Amazon commissioned the sure. Bob special, but Amazon immediately said yes. And if you have Prime, this yeah. is not an ad. Go stream it. It's so funny. Mm. She filmed it in Atlanta in front of family and friends, and it's hysterical. Yeah. I mean, Bob is someone to see live. She hosted the Nine from Nine when I saw when I went to DragCon last year. That was like the, yep. the show like the night before, and she is... Like, she can host. She was great on her panel, and then later in the day, we went to sort of like a, a fashion, you know, the, the state of fashion in 2018 panel, mm -hmm. and the three guests were Angina, mm -hmm. Bibi Zahara Benet, mm -hmm. and uh, Miss Fame. Oh. And I walked away a Miss Fame fan. Oh, yeah. I mean, Miss Fame, I think, is like slowly having a moment right now with the makeup coming out. Oh, yeah. She is... I think the show did her dirty, obviously, if you watched yeah. you know, oh, yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of chicken noises and nonsense. But sure. I, the way she spoke on the panel, I was like, oh, you are so smart. Mm -hmm. And she talked about the fact that drag is having a renaissance right now, but in two years, maybe there won't be as many people spending money on it, but you have to still support the queen. You know, she was yeah, very yeah, yeah. thoughtful about the, the, the rundown of drag in 2018 and I walked away a big fan. Also, she gave away her new makeup kits oh, to people in the audience. Wow. Just like had men dressed as secret service agents oh, <laughs> handing them out. I wonder, part of me like doesn't see her coming back to All Stars. She said she wouldn't go back. Yeah, I believe She that. said on the panel she wouldn't. Angina said she would. Oh, yeah. And Angina, Angina's been like, like they've done her dirty so many years now. She looked beautiful. Yeah. Her backdrop, if you looked at her backdrop at her meet and greet on the on the show floor up close, it looked like tinfoil. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the way it photographed, it looked like she had just gold sheets behind her all ruffled. And yeah. she looked so incredible. She went, the one time I ever went to Mickey's, she mm. was in the lineup and did Pretty Hurts. And it was so mm. good. She had I a line Mickey's. at her booth. Mercifully, oh, she wow. did. She had a line in her booth. I think she's she, with the help of like Alaska and Willem, being on that race chaser show. I think she's like gonna have more of a renaissance now. Yes, mm -hmm. she was a great guest on that show. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think what else I did. When I, I walked around the show floor and just basically clocked who had long lines and who didn't. Yeah, and the ones who didn't, I had to turn away from quickly because it made me sad. So yeah. give us like a quick rundown of long lines and short lines. <laughs> Longest line, Katya. Mm -hmm. Obviously, yeah. She was there all three days, and by Saturday mid afternoon, had sold out all of her merchandise for the whole weekend. Yeah, I believe it. Um, and they had all that was left at her booth, in addition to the line of 150 plus people, was a little cardboard sign that they'd written in marker: "No more meet and greets." Mm. And at one point, Ms. Vanjie walked by the line, allegedly, and said to the people waiting in the four-hour-long Katya line, get a job, read a book. <gasps> 
Dan, I would know. say. Miss <laughs> Danji. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's so silly. Like, I, going to DragCon, I'm more interested in seeing the queens that I'm not super familiar with. Yes. Because, like, I don't want to wait in line for four hours. hours. Yeah. I right. mean, I don't even want to meet a queen to begin with, because, like, they're like they're not going to be my friend. Like, no, yeah, but we do. <laughs> uh, Trixie obviously had yeah. very long lines. Alyssa Edwards' line was massive. Wow, mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, she also had a huge booth, so... It, yeah. it had a lot going on. Kimchi had a lot of people at her booth. Yeah. Bob had a lot of people. Monet Exchange had a ton of people waiting for her. Sure. The top four from this season, all all of them had long lines, especially Asia, which made me really happy. Oh, good. Okay, That's good. good. I, oh. And one she other person in her... that lineup deserves it, but the other two... Mm. I like Asia's... <laughs> I saw online Asia's setup. Like the forest. Beautiful. I thought that was re- like the best one. And the day I went, she was wearing the Tweety Bird outfit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I was great. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple lines that were not as long. Okay. That made me incredibly sad. Uh, but I also didn't go meet them because I didn't want to pay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. It's like the whole paying to meet. Now everyone, you have to buy a bit of merch to meet. And it's a different price threshold for each queen. Yeah. So Trixie and Katya was, I think, 15, which feels reasonable. But oh, yeah. then some queens, like. Um, I think Aja's was 30, which again is not terrible, but like... Like if you buy a shirt and a pin, you're probably like yeah, in there. Yeah. Um, the ones with short lines, at least as of Saturday, Lip- yeah. Lipsinka had a very short line. I don't okay. know if you know Lipsinka. Yeah. yeah. I mean, anyone who's not on the show, I don't think is going to have like had a massive l- line. Nobody okay. at her booth. Yeah. Um, Dita Ritz? Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember seeing Dita Ritz the prior year. And I don't know if she changed it up this year, but the prior year, like, her booth was just the Bare Bones booth. It was the Bare Bones booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I will say the booth and the outfits that I saw on another queen who had a short line were beautiful and very elaborate, but not enough people were in line, and that was Calorie. Oh, Aww. Dan would have been in line. I would have been in line. <laughs> she had sort of like an, uh, an ofrenda, if you've seen Coco. Like, her booth was sort of an offering to her ancestors. Oh, wow. Portraits, and it was beautiful. And she also did, like, a skull paint at one point. Fun. But there were, like, three people in line. And uh, I'm trying to think who else. Layla McQueen. Which, I feel like Layla McQueen also needs to have her moment. Because she has, like, done a 180. I feel like she's popular, like, on parts of, like, Reddit. Yeah. But, like, isn't, like, a big, big popular. Because she's only been on one episode. Yeah. Two, I guess, technically. But, like... They need to... I mean, I would love the one... Like, the first out all-star season. It would be so good. Yeah, I would like that. Because at least going to that, you don't know who is going to win. Yep, right. Although, at this point, it would probably be Leila McQueen, because I think she's probably the most polished out of all the... Not penetration? <laughs> maybe not. Maybe Penny was Dax yeah. exclamation point the first one to no. go. Second, Dax maybe? was like a double, like an episode or two in. Ah, right. Yeah. 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 Yikes. Well, also saw Rue. Oh, run through. Tall. Yeah. Dax. It was Dax and Layla together because oh, Layla wasn't actually yeah. first off. It was a what's her name that it, Nisha Lopez. And they brought Nisha back after the double elimination. Bitches, yeah. I'm back. Yeah. 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 Oh my God, that just came into my brain. So while we're still on this, did you catch Dancing Queen starring Alyssa Edwards? So I've on seen Netflix. I've seen the first episode of Dancing Queen. Okay. I have not watched the whole season. Yeah. Um, they they sent a couple episodes ahead of time, so yeah. I watched the first. So there's eight in total. I think I've seen three. Brendan. Eight. Oh, you Ooh. finished. I and here's the thing. I love Alyssa Edwards. 
but I wanted to finish before the weekend was done so mm. I could rid it of my life. Sure. Oh, that doesn't sound like a, a great review. <laughs> no, no, it's not the one. Th- it's not something you want to spread out. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like the show was trying to do too many things, in my opinion. Mm. It was trying to be Dance Moms. It was trying to be a docu series about Alyssa. It was trying to be some Drag Race stuff. I just like I wasn't interested in like the personalities and the Dance Moms part. Yeah. there were no like Kellys or Christies there, in my opinion. Sure. Um, so I liked the House of Edwards stuff, but like. The episodes all just, they were all 40 minutes long. They could have been 25. Yeah. I think it was way too over scripted and produced. Yes. Like, I think if we just got a camera up and we're, we were following Alyssa around, yeah. we could have a show. Mm-hmm. That didn't feel like, okay, like now I'm going to my childhood home and standing outside of it, and now I'm going to this. And yeah, that was the other thing. The parts with her family made me sad. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because I don't think her family's, like, in a space for this to be... It, it, be part of it. Yeah. And when she was originally shopping it years and years ago, yes. she wanted the family to be part of it. Because her mom was still alive back then. Yes. Um, Does that's her why sister the, show up? Her, yes, her three sisters show up. But the, the one sister, who was on oh, physically? Drag Race? Was yes. Okay. The one who was on Drag Race shows up, and she's the one that Alyssa's the closest with, obviously. Right. And then there's, like... Uh, one is, you would think that she only has like one estranged sister who like was like a meth addict who spent time in prison. That one shows up, and then there's like a third one who like then there's like another added layer. Yeah, it just there it was. I mean, on the plus side though, I, just watching it the whole time, I'm very proud of her for yeah. getting this. Same. I mean, especially on Netflix, like what there's no better place for her to be. And also, like, you realize, like, how hard she actually works and the reason that she's, like, in Mesquite all the time. She's, like, actually... She's running a business. Yeah, Like, yeah, there's yeah. no ifs, ands, or buts. She's running this business and, like, changing these, like, young people's lives. And I like that. It just, like, the show was disjointed and I would like them to focus on, like, one thing. Yeah. It's nice, too, that she's still in the family. Because it's a world of wonder. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Though, very funny. Um, she was on RuPaul's podcast this week. They filmed it. Or taped at DragCon. Yeah. Oh. And they were talking about it, and RuPaul asked questions about the show as if she had never seen a frame. She hasn't seen a frame. Which is, but she's like an executive producer. See, that's the thing, is I feel like this being a World of Wonder production dragged it down, because mm. they don't have experience doing this. Like, if we had a production company that, like, has done shows like this, it would be better. Don't they have, like, a docu-series that, like, we all watch? Like, that's on Bravo? Like, something like this? World of, or, oh, yeah. There is a World of Wonder show on Bravo. You are right about it's, that. No, it's, like, it's a million-dollar listing, isn't it? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Or, like, one of those it's shows. It's something yeah. funny. Yeah. They're good with Drag Race, obviously, and they're very good with short format stuff. Yeah. They were good with, uh... Mm. Which is coming back. Which is coming back. But not on Vice. Right. Vice, it was Trixie and Katya. See, I feel like it should have... They Trixie and Katya should have held out for this Netflix deal. I think... I don't know this. Yeah. But I think that what happened with Katya earlier this year... Oh, yeah. Perhaps... Screwed up the show. Tanked any continuation on Viceland. Mm. That would make sense. Definitely. That's they, what I think. But they should have done it... Bob was so good on the show. So good. I think... I don't, again, I don't know this, but I'm, I'm pretty sure from someone I talked to at Viceland that Bob filmed all her scenes in 
three days tops. Wow. They just ripped through episodes and looks. Well, because they had to. She had to go like... right into rehearsal also for Angels in America. Oh, she was God. like, I have three days. Or whatever it was between wow. the day they came to her and the day she had to oh, report Bob, to. Bob, what a star. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the community doesn't appreciate Bob enough. Well, I mean, there's obvious mm. issues with like the Drag Race <laughs> fans. Um, so... Let's get into news. We haven't even gotten into news I know. yet. I mean, <laughs> you know, we, but you know what? Let's take a quick break first. Okay. Because we have a lot to get into. Okay. All right, we're back. I think I'm now emotionally ready to talk about Joe Giudice's impending deportation. Right. Okay. Do you want to go through it yes. first? So Radar Online reports... Teresa Giudice's husband, Joe Giudice, has been ordered to be deported to his native Italy. Judge John Ellington said during a hearing at Pennsylvania's York Immigration Court on Wednesday, October 10th, based upon the law, I find you deportable and ineligible for any kind of relief. Mr. Giudice, no matter how this turns out, I wish you the best. I decided this case as a matter of law. Joe, who appeared via teleconference, and can file an appeal by November 9th, reportedly sounded shocked And as he responded. I don't understand how I can be deported on this case. If you will, I'll tell you my side. I shouldn't even be here right now. I have to go back and tell my kids this, and they've been waiting to hear from me. Uh, so then sources close to Judice's tell TMZ, Teresa reached out to Trump several months before Joe started serving his 41-month sentence and asked Donald to write a character letter. This was before he was elected president, but she hoped the letter would help Joe get a lighter sentence. Our sources say she and Trump got along while she was on the fifth season of Celebrity Apprentice in 2012, so we're told she thought she'd give it a shot. Nothing ventured, nothing gained, but it didn't work. We're told Trump's office, and not Trump himself, wrote back a letter saying he would not be able to do anything for her with regards to Joe. His staff wished her and her family well, for what it's worth. Dark. Um, We have some reactions. Before we get to reaction, sure. Can we talk about this November 9th appeal? Like, yeah. as a lawyer, what do you think might happen? Well, I don't know what their grounds for appealing this would be. Right. Uh, so, are they just suggesting that he can appeal it? Well, I mean, like, when I think it's since he isn't being deported on the spot, like, they have time to file an appeal. To file an appeal. And I, I have, like, the articles don't give any indication as to what the grounds for that would be. Right. And obviously, immigration law is its own beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I feel like people saw this coming, and some immigration attorneys I spoke to, like months and months ago, were like, "Joe's going to get be deported." I feel like some. I feel like I saw someone on Twitter being like, "Yeah, the first time I reported this, like, it was basically like." cut and dry back in 2014 that he was going to get deported. Yeah. Um, but we have three different reactions from three different people. Brendan, tell us these reactions. So Kim D reacted. Um, <laughs> beautiful Kim D. Um, she was the first one, I think, to react. Yeah. She's out every night partying about <laughs> Teresa, having a great time, and I think she doesn't really care, and I heard she's getting her own Joe's Getting Deported show, <laughs> so maybe she'll just make money off of it. Um, Kim D told that to TMZ. I happen to like Joe. Unfortunately, he broke the law. It's unfortunate, but that's the way it is. Everyone feels bad for the children, but we all sort of knew this was going to happen, the boutique owner added. Mm. I wonder how many 
branches of posh there are nowadays. So then Caroline Manzo spoke out, which was kind of surprising to me. I know. Usually she, like, keeps her mouth shut. Yeah. She said... So very sad to hear the news. Is that is that the tone <laughs> with which you took? Joe has been in this country since infancy. Infancy. He made mistakes, took responsibility for mistakes, and served his time. He's not a violent person or a threat to society. He has four beautiful daughters that love their father and need him in their lives. He, in turn, has always been a loving and devoted father who treasured spending time with his girls. Very, very sad situation. I sort of, like, want to go back and look at old reunions to see if that's always the way that Caroline talked mm. about this particular family. I feel like, especially during that season where uh, he was mumbling things on the phone, the like, bushes. off camera, like, yeah. she definitely was not Oh yeah, singing In the Napa? same tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. right. So, Siggy Flicker said, <laughs> they reached out to Siggy, Siggy. Flicker. I never thought in a million years sorry, sorry, I trying, <laughs> that this was going to happen. I am so soggy right now, <gasps> Whoa. crying for those precious girls and the entire family. I wish we could have done more than what we've done so far, which was let the judge know how important it was that Joe stay here with his entire family. Um, wow. Her dipping in with the so soggy right now, the name that Margaret Josephs gave her... <laughs> Is so unwell. <laughs> I know she's like making a joke in the middle of her heartfelt condolences to the Judy J family. Dropping a tagline. Yeah. <laughs> she's trying to sell a T-shirt. Oh my god! Which she will take any opportunity to do, as we are well aware. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is right around the corner. I wonder. Like, when is his sentence up? It feels like he went in. I think he has like forty months left. No. Isn't the whole sentence 41 months? <laughs> he hasn't been in for one month. I, I think I read something that suggested he was within two-ish years left now. Okay. Maybe a little bit more. But sure. Indicated that it was sooner than later. Okay. Because I feel like they would make him serve the rest of his sentence before deporting him. I think they are. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird that... That's what they suggested from the jump, I yeah. think. Yeah. That he'd finish his time in prison and then... Go back to Italy. Yeah, because like getting deported before your time is up is like a gift. Is he still with Apollo? Oh, I don't know. How long does Apollo have? I don't know. We haven't heard about Apollo in the longest. And we're never going to know unless we and tune into to the Braxtons. Braxton <laughs> <laughs> Which we will not be doing. Uh, Wait, can I talk about this next story? Because it's like my favorite story in the history sure. of stories. Yeah. So... There's this saga where Bethany Frankel was spotted with a mystery man walking the streets of Boston. All of us have spent time in Boston at college. Yeah. yeah. Um, or post-grad. Or, oh, yeah. Post-grad. Mm. Um, so the Daily Mail originally reported um, that there was speculation that her new companion was a startup investor and model named Ben Kaczynski. Um, he's a 29-year-old, like, hunk. Like, hunk of hunks, go to our Facebook group, you'll see the pictures. Yeah. Um, he was in Miami the same dates as she was when she visited in September. He posted a shirtless photograph of himself lounging on the top floor of a hotel in Miami. And this was all based on the fact that Bethany had followed him on Instagram. So I wonder if they met in Florida oh. and she followed him on Instagram. Sure. And then that's like the period on that sentence. So that was a Daily Mail piece. But surprise, bitch, People Magazine has like the real scoop. 
and Bethany was actually seeing a different person, um, a real estate developer and film producer, Paul Burnin. Um, and over the weekend, she was photographed getting affectionate with a dark-haired man who appeared to be Burnin. Burnin is the co-founder and partner of Burn Later, a Los Angeles-based film finance and production company. His LinkedIn account states. Mm. Um, his films include Drinking Buddies and Best Kept Secrets, two Never of my favorite them. films. Wait, do you know those films? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only film I like is A Star is Born. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he graduated with a BA from Boston University's College of Communication and earned a master's in real estate from NYU. Okay. Um, he's a managing partner at... He's got a lot of jobs. Yeah. God. Anyways. Um, this makes so much more sense because they were traipsing around Boston. They even were at BU on her... Instagram story. She was like tagging Andy at like the BU oh. dorm they both went to. Right. Yeah, she was posting a lot of my old stomping ground type places. Yeah. She also was having a Bloody Mary or something. She was having a Bloody Mary at the Four Seasons. Four Seasons. Right. Off of Boston Common. Right across yeah. from Boston Common. Literally, I came out to someone for the first time outside <laughs> that window on the phone. <laughs> National Coming Out Day strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very glad that it appears to be this burning person. And he's he's also a hunk. He's just like an age not appropriate hunk. Yeah, he's an age appropriate hunk. <laughs> yeah. Not just an Instagram hunk. Thought. Thought. Um, but speaking of Instagram. Instagram. If you haven't tuned in to this story of Bethany's from the Berkshires. Well, good luck to piecing together the scraps that are posted online at this point. I've seen full videos. Oh, post full? online, okay, yeah. Great, like, great. go to Bethany's Twitter and like she's retweeted a bunch. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's better than anything that we're watching on Bravo right now. <laughs> this preview. So, on this, it's, it appears to be Halloween in the Berkshires. So, I don't know if we're doing just <laughs> Halloween. I don't know if we're going back for Christmas this year. Um, we'll see. Yeah. But in there's a lot of players. Sure. So in the videos are Ramona, Luann, Dorinda, Tinsley, Sonia, and a brief glimpse of Barbara Kay. Yeah, like just flashing by on the screen. Yes, but she definitely was there. I'd recognize that uh, mane of hair anyways. Anyway, anywhere. Oh my God. Also featured were Art Smith, who if you don't know, was Oprah's personal chef. He also just owned a chicken joint, <laughs> opened a chicken joint in Grand Central with Lady Gaga's dad. A Star is Born promo. Yeah. A Star is Born promo. And was in that Lady Gaga Thanksgiving special. Yes. Yeah, back in, in like 2011. <laughs> yeah. um, and also in this Instagram story was someone called the Bare Naked Chef, Adrian DeBerendias, um, who was just in an apron and a jockstrap. And, and Bethany just keeps zooming in on his ass. ass. And for somebody who's the Bare Naked Chef, his ass actually was not that great. Oh my! Well, I, I I assume like most of his content is filmed head on with the apron, yeah, and no clothes, yeah. Like I don't think he's like turning around a lot. I don't know a ton about cooking, but it felt a little unsanitary. <laughs> I know, definitely. There's something unsettling. Like put on a pair of underwear. Mm. I don't want butt germs yeah. in the air when you're cooking my food. I know, especially like he's no, he's like cooking it, serving it, trampsing around in it. It's just. Made me a little uh, not appetized for it. Is this mm. going to be like an LGBTQ Halloween? Are we going to get like Dorinda's brother and his husband oh, in? Oh, I hope so. We it, don't get enough of Dorinda's brother. 
Right. I feel like he's like a little shy of the camera, maybe. Good for him. Good. To be honest. I know he's making the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> um, so other highlights of this truly wild Instagram story. After the dinner portion, everything goes dark. And by dark, I mean there's dimmer lighting. Yes. We're in that like room with the pool table. And we're jumping around from all of a sudden Sonia's passed out. But then all of a sudden she's awake again and back at the dining room table. Then all of a sudden she's passed out. Empire State of Mind is playing. Uh, Waterfalls is playing. What was your favorite part of this story, Brennan? The 15 second clip <laughs> of Bethany where Sonia is in frame <laughs> and you hear her shouting and at first you don't hear what she's saying and then Bethany gestures to Luann and says, this is what sobriety looks like. Oh my God. <laughs> and then Sonia throws herself at Luann and screams, Luann's going to fuck us all. <laughs> And proceeds to say fuck us all in different permutations with the word Luann 15 times. Oh my god. God. Beautiful. As a beautiful trance song plays in the background. Yes. There's so many moments. One that I miss that Evan uh, pointed out to me. The fact that Dorinda says that she likes Luann not on the show. Beautiful. Which I think like reads very true in terms of, of the fact that like Luann is probably fun in real life but then like when she gets into it on the show it's like obnoxious although I hope cameras were up while Luann was shouting Sonia's farting Sonia's farting (laughs) (laughs) Um, I bet you they'll show this Instagram story on camera next season because I feel like I didn't see cameras were down for this and they usually go down when they're you saw them at the dinner table yes yes you could see multiple cameras there I liked at one point so Sonia was like passed out on the pool table and then like Dorinda went to go pass out as if they were like two people sleeping in the same bed and had to go foot to head. I know. I can't believe Dorinda wasn't more freaking out over Sonia ruining the pool table. She does have a thing about the Berkshires and people ruining things. Yeah. Like pool tables are very easily ruined, I think. I wonder if they've had like a little moment of bonding. Yeah. I mean, the fact that she went to go lay down next to her makes it seem like she is welcoming Sonia back into her life. True. There were also several several times Bethany would just start at Sonia's feet on the couch, just go up and right into her face, and we were like, just nostrils yes, first. nostrils deep. Beautiful. I, I have a friend who has a theory about these videos. Oh. Okay. So I have to shout her out by name because she does listen. It's Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Who used to be my coworker at GQ. She thinks... That Bethany was posting all these videos, specifically the ones where she says, you have to see this, just another night in the Berkshires, to either piss off or make jealous Carol. Oh, but Carol was busy at the AMAs that night. Yes. (laughs) She thinks she wanted to show her, quote unquote, what she was missing. I mean, Which is why she kept saying, you have to see this. We're all getting along. We all needed this as a group. Oh my God. As if to indicate the departure of Carol is what brought all the sisterhood back together. (laughs) The ultimate revenge. I love this fan fiction. (laughs) And I, which might be a fan reality. Uh, Yeah, but we, we neglected to mention that Carol was just having the time of her life. Uh, Well, time of her life, like posing two photos at the AMAs. She looked stun gun set to 100. She did. Uh, never better. But also, like, what is she doing? What is she doing just there? <laughs> well, like, also Erica Jane was there. That made sense. That makes but sense. Kyle Richards was there. So, right. like, they yeah. 
brought in all the housewives. One more thing about Bethany's Instagram story before we, we move, move on. on. Kristen Takeman showed up. <laughs> Not in the Berkshires. Don't get too excited. Takeman. <laughs> Just like at the end of Bethany's Instagram story, it was Kristen Takeman at a coffee shop. They were both doing pickup for their kids, and Bethany was making a point about like how stun gun. Kristen she looked, did look good. And like, oh, this is how you show up to pick up and like all that. <laughs> oh my God. And then she made Kristen film her. Did you see that? No. She made Kristen film her because like she was in her pajamas or whatever. So is Bethany in Kristen's Instagram story or something? I don't know. I didn't check Kristen's, oh, okay. but she gave Kristen her phone or something. Okay. Uh, so moving on to some other cities, we have a potential crossover. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a media takeout reports situation. Brendan found it. Neither of us believe it to be true. This is like fanfic that we wrote. It's kind of like the Holly Marie Combs, uh, Willa, Willa Ford, Ford joining Beverly Hills that we like to just like digest, enjoy, and then carry on with. Pray forever. for. Pray for. Yes. So. Media takeout reports. Kenya Moore may be, a ha- may be a housewife after all. MTO News has learned that Kenya's team is in active negotiations with Bravo about her possibly joining the cast of Real Housewives of Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> a Bravo insider explained to MTO News, Kenya asked about joining other housewives' casts, including Dallas. And that immediately got Bravo's attention. The, Re- the Real Housewives of Dallas has been struggling with viewerships, Side note, I follow Real Housewives ratings. It had half the viewership of OC this Oof. week. I don't why? know why. I don't know. Uh, there have been rumors that if things don't turn around, this will be the show's final season. The last episode of Dallas Housewives was viewed by only 600,000 people. By contrast, the Atlanta Housewives with Kenya in it was seen by 2.32 million viewers. So the idea of Kenya joining the struggling franchise and bringing her fan base and her drama has Bravo licking at their chops. The Bravo tipster told MTO News that, Ken- that that's Kenya's idea to join Dallas Housewives has Bravo's interest. Our insider called Kenya, uh, Kenya's idea brilliant. He explained Kenya is a shrewd business person. It was a brilliant move. This is, makes no sense. Is the insider Kenya? <laughs> yes. I mean, it, what would make sense would be Kenya joining New York since... She, her husband lives in Brooklyn. Yeah, and yeah. she lives in Brooklyn yes. now. Yeah. Have there been spottings of her in Brooklyn? I mean, apart from the restaurant? I feel like I've heard of someone seeing her in Williamsburg or something. Yeah, I oh. think they live in... Yeah, they live somewhere in Williamsburg. I just don't see... What is she going to do when the L shuts down? I don't know. She's going to be stranded. <laughs> also, it feels like she has been pregnant for 24 months. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, the fact that she, she recently posed with Portia... Portia. Who seems to be like more pregnant? More pregnant. <laughs> well, Kenya has Texas ties, right? Didn't she? Oh, that sounds familiar. Wasn't she part of the Porsche or someone's fundraiser last season where they went to Texas for Hurricane Harvey? Yeah, really Porsche. Believe? Porsche had her own event, and then I think Kenya had hers, and they fought about them not supporting each other. I think. And that was in Houston. Yeah. Wait. So y'all are both like trying to take this serious this mco report seriously i'm trying to like legitimize like what possible texas connection does she have? well like i think the better connection would be like a pageant connection oh. with leanne yes. and they could like pretend and photoshop a photo of them together into the pageant world i'm convinced i would <laughs> love that sisterhood she is gonna turn the ship around it's so sad okay so speaking of turning some ships around 
uh, Project Runway has left Lifetime, Lifetime. <laughs> returned back home to Bravo. We talked about this a few months ago. We talked about how the fact that Heidi and Tim dropped out. Michael Kors has been gone for a while. I yep. was barely aware of that. Zach Posen. Was Zach the other Posen's one who been there. Out. He dropped out. Zach was good. Yeah, a nice replacement. Our one true queen. He always left. wanted to see the garments up close. That was yes. a new thing in mm. Lifetime. Is they always got to see the garments up close. He was always very interested in that. Segment. Sure, sure. Nina is the the last woman standing. You know what? I didn't know until this announcement was made that she was actually going to be standing. So oh. this gave me like this brought me comfort. Okay. So joining, yeah, a sense of stability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joining her, designer Brandon Maxwell and former Teen Vogue editor in chief Elaine. Welteroff. Yes. Are you familiar with either of these people? Yeah. I mean, I, I work for GQ, which is Condi. Yeah. And Elaine was in the building okay. while I was there um, and was very well liked. Awesome. At our time there. And I think she's going to be great. I think she, she also, I think, has written, because she hasn't been at Teen Vogue in a while, I think she's written for Blackish or oh. has been involved in some way, shape, awesome. or form in that or the spin off? Yeah. 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 Grownish. Like yes. Grownish. Yes. yes. I feel like the response online to Brandon has also been positive. Mm. Uh, he has some fans out there. There was a Brandon <laughs> who was a contestant last season who uh, I thought this was. Oh. And oh. I was disappointed at first. <laughs> but I think the big story is host replacing Heidi, Carly Kloss. Mentor replacing Tim Gunn, Christian Siriano. Yes. Amazing pick. I mean, everyone's been clamoring for Christian Siriano to be involved somehow. Yeah. I thought it was going to be... Judge, but I like that it's mentor more. Yeah. Oh, I wanted him or Vosevic to be mentor. I even posted about it in our Come Through Queen mm, Facebook group. Sure. Um, so I'm glad it's him. Carly Kloss makes sense. She's bringing a lot of things. She's bringing like superstardom. I think that like name recognition, yes. name recognition. She has like even the Taylor Swift fan base behind yeah, her. Sure. Yeah, sure. She's yeah. bringing young viewers who have never watched Project One yeah. before, who are her fans. She's definitely like the one of the last models before this new generation of like the Hadids, uh, Kendall, like so like <laughs> so. <laughs> um, you're thinking of uh, the Gerbers. Kaya. Okay. Kaya and her brother. Sure. That's what I'm thinking of. And Cindy Warner. Crawford's yes, children. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> uh, and the Rennas. So it sounds... And the Rennas, yeah. <laughs> the Hamlin Rennas. But it sounds like they're only in pre-production now, so we're not going to see anything come to fruition till 2019. Good. So... I have too many shows right now. Yeah, it's fine. I've got AHS, I've got The Purge. AHS, nothing better than <laughs> HS right now. Uh, so that's it for the news this week. We have some shows to get to. But before we do that, we have someone who has seen shows that we have not seen. Oh, that's a good point. We have <laughs> Brennan here who has seen the premieres of Atlanta, New Jersey. Yes. Which would you prefer to speak about first? Let's get the bad news out of the way okay. first. Atlanta. Which is a shock. But that's the bad news. It didn't do it for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a lifelong Atlanta watcher. I love Atlanta. I feel like consistently those women bring it, even if they don't have a storyline. Sure. They will still find a way to bring it. Um, I think I'm just let down. You know, premieres are tough. It's reintroducing Housewives, their new storylines, reminding you of where they left off at the last reunion. Mm-hmm. This one brings in Eva. Um, you know, 
it's a lot of Porsche, the first episode. Yeah. And I think the Supercut trailer showed a lot of Porsche. So I think everybody should be prepared for a lot of Portia. Mm. Is it Portia and her sister and her mom? You get her sister. You get her new boyfriend oh, yeah. who may become her fiance. Mm. Unclear in episode one. Yeah. Like, leaves off on a cliffhanger. Wow. Yes. Is she like trying to be vegan again? Oh yeah, she's still pretending to be vegan? Absolutely no evidence of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the new girl, is she featured in this at all? The first episode? Not at all. Oh. No. The only new peach holder that is featured is Ava. Okay. How is Nini? Because Nini, Nini's been like exhausting to me a little bit in these mm. more recent seasons. Like it's, she's like outgrown the show. Nini is interesting in the first episode because it's clear that for the first time in a long time, she's going to have a heavy storyline. Oh, yeah, the Greg stuff. Yes. Oh, and yeah. that comes up very quickly in yeah. the, in the premiere. Um, and she is light and carefree in the premiere mm-hmm. in a way that the other women seem to question. Oh, oh it's interesting. That. Yes. Um, and there is, if you thought we were only getting one season of Nini comedy, we are getting more Nini stand-up this season. The comedy tour goes on. And wow. I believe they filmed <laughs> at her stand-up show. Oh, no. Wow. It's not in the premiere, but there's the next time on. You're right. She did get too big for her britches, but then she, she realized that she didn't have anything out there because Ryan Murphy wasn't calling her anymore, yeah. so she had to come back. Yeah. And it's just like, ugh. Anything else of note that we should be on the lookout? I mean, it sounds like we shouldn't be... Cynthia's storyline is that she has another new boyfriend. Yeah, so they, they... Nothing. There's nothing. Uh, Eva, I, I mentioned this before we started recording, I think Eva's going to be a great addition. Yeah. It also seems like she's going to have a lot of the lifting to do this season. Sure. Uh, because it doesn't really seem like they have a lot of storyline. Mm-hmm. She's a professional. But she's about to get married when the season kicks off. She's a couple months before the wedding, so it feels like mm. there's a lot to yeah. unpack there. Also, her kids are beautiful. Yeah. I don't love seeing young housewives' kids. Mm-hmm. Like sure. young children yeah, of yeah, housewives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they seem nice. Okay. As long as it's, I don't, I don't see Atlanta like doing the OC, no heavy focus like chasing children around, going to an orchard yeah, or yeah, a yeah, farm yeah. or whatever. No. Yeah, definitely not. No. Okay, so we got the bad news out of the way. Is there good news? Yes, Ranj. <laughs> Ranj. Ranj is good. The first episode of Ranj is very promising. Wow. Um, it feels lighter without Siggy. Okay. Mm. Who I liked fine. But it just feels like she brought a darkness yeah. to the proceedings that is now gone. Okay. Um, and also, if you watch the super trailer and thought another housewife's mother or affiliate getting a vaginal rejuvenation, never again. They get that dispensed with in episode one. Wait, so Marge did the vaginal oh rejuvenation? Marge is Marge Sr. <laughs> oh. But they get it over with. At least you don't have to wait six now. episodes to get it. It's done from the jump. Um... You get in the first episode some new housewives. It's a little early to tell how successful they're going to be. You get a very drunk Zia Melis. Light, carefree. Do we get Danielle? You get a lot of Danielle in the first episode. Thank the Lord. Yes. She doesn't show up till towards the end of the episode, but when she's there, it's not like she's a background player. Okay. Does she have confessionals? Yes. Okay. Yep. Good, 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 good. Yep. Um, and it also, it's weird. The, the Jersey one, I think to me, 
I can't say a ton, but it feels strong because there are a lot of flashbacks. It felt like they had been filming for a month before mm. this episode that's good. Happened. Yeah. So they do a lot of cutbacks to things you haven't seen, and they say three weeks ago, a month yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. So mm. it feels like they've already gotten all of the niceness and pleasantries out of the way and have just jumped into it. Yeah. And also, I think Dolores is going to bring a ton this season. Thank God. Oh, my mother. <laughs> her storyline from her first scene in this episode, I was like, oh, this is Dolores' season. Oh. Interesting. Wow, yeah. that's exciting. I feel like it, it is good when they pick like an interesting part to start the season with versus what's everyone been doing? Let's catch up. Da, 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 da. Yes. Like right. I like jumping in into something. I will say though, the tree storyline is bodybuilding. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry I to report. I mean, we, I mean, we just reported all the big news is going on right now. So also it'll just make her arms stronger to throw more glasses. <laughs> she threw a lot of glasses last year. Yeah. 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 Or like try almost through glasses. I still think about when she almost grabbed the glass to throw at, uh, posh fashion, Kim D, yeah, but she yeah. stopped herself. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. Stronger than it had any right to be is my review of the first episode. <laughs> wow. I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. I was not jazzed for New Jersey to come back, but now I'm ready. Well, that's good news. Uh, OC. Wait, he had some questions for oh, us. Yeah. Oh, yes, I do. Just... Bringing back a segment started by Evan. I was inspired by Evan's episode. Yes. I wanted to be a good guest. Awesome. So I have a couple of questions okay. that I just thought maybe you guys would be interested in answering. Maybe the listeners would be interested in answering on their own. Sure. Um, who are some departed housewives that you would never like to see on screen again? In any capacity, even in the background. Mm. That's interesting because I always like to see someone in the background. Yeah. I think I would say Cindy Barshop and Joyce. Yeah. From Beverly Hills. Joyce is, and we have seen Joyce in the background. And on Vanderpump too. And Van- right. yeah, more so on Vanderpump than anything else. Yes. Oh, Peggy. Peggy yeah. Sulehams? I don't yeah. ever need Peggy again. Both Peggy's. Both Tanaus and If Sulehams. your name is Peggy, don't be on this show. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of any other franchises. I'm fine without revisiting Tiffany Hendra. Mm. Yeah. I don't think she brought anything. Same. And Atlanta. Kim Z. <gasps> Kim Z's a great one. Yeah. Don't want to see her anymore. Like, we gave her her shot. And she blew it. Not even blew it. She like blew it in a big racist way. Yes, blew it in a racist way. So R.I.P. Kim Z. Mine was Carlton. Oh, I, I would want to see Carlton. See, back. I want to I, see, I see Carlton, but I don't even. I don't want to see her on Beverly Hills because I don't even want to be seeing Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think she makes sense with those women. Sure, but I am interested in her a little bit. I do wonder if she's maintained any relationship with any of oh. them. I would like no. an episode where she, where Lisa Vanderpump brings her back to like cast a spell, cast a spell <laughs> on Kyle or something, or like sure, make sure. Kyle mad. Okay, that was interesting. Yeah. Okay, I have I have a couple more. Um, this is this is also a, a Katie Weaver question. She helped me come up with this one. Okay. Uh, who are housewives you would replace with family members who have already appeared on the show? Tinsley with Dale. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Deandra Maris- with D. Oh, yeah. Although, Deandra, like, I, 
sometimes I'm into and sometimes I'm not into. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the pinnacle of this is Mama Elsa with Marisol Pat. Yes, that was yes. going to be mine. Yep, absolutely. Yes. I mean, the only reason Marisol was on the show was because of Mama Elsa. Yeah. Katie pointed out we're about a year away from Gia being eligible to take over oh from Tree. Oh. If... Well, I mean, I, I was into, for the longest time, Brianna being on, on OC. Like, no, I don't want to see what's going on in that yeah, sad no, house. It, no, but no, once she got with that man, I was too scared. No, um... One, I like wouldn't mind just like Portia and her sister tagging in or out. Mm. Like, I wouldn't mind. Uh, what's the Manzo? Oh, the Fran Manzo or whatever with the pig that was in no, the. No, 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 no. The daughter Manzo. Uh, Lauren. Oh, Lexi? Lauren, Lauren Manzo. Oh. The one who got married recently ish uh, within the last couple of years. There are no more Manzos on these shows. You can't just <laughs> tag in someone. <laughs> tag in a Manzo. Yeah. Uh, is there any other friend? New York, we did Dale already. New York, no one else can be yeah. tagged out. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It's just Dale, yeah, yeah. Um, Potomac? Potomac. I feel like we don't see a lot of family members. Like Ashley and her mom, I, no thank no, you. No thank you, yeah. So, uh, Katie suggested Candace's mother. Oh. For Candace. I don't need Candace or her <laughs> mother, I don't think, actually. But I think I'll take Candace first. Because it's, I think Candace gives someone for the younger girls to hang out with. Mm. Yeah. Like, evens out the playing field a little bit. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last one. Okay. And then we'll move on. Uh, housewives from current seasons or the most recently aired season, if it's not on, okay. that you would let go of if they haven't already been let go. Mm. Okay. Kyle Richards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Tamra Judge. Yeah, it's time. Um, not Tamra Barney. No. Tam- <laughs> Bo- both Tamras pointed that out today. <laughs> yes. Um, Margaret Josephs. Yeah, her storyline in the first episode was um, rough. Um, New York. It, arms tied. I, I mean, I yeah. get Tinsley. I, if I had to choose one, yeah, Tinsley. Tinsley, and then tap Jules back in. Yeah, yeah tap, that would bring, be beautiful. Bring us Jules. Yeah, especially. I'm very curious to see what Tinsley is going to do without Carol. Hmm. Buddy up to Bethany. Yeah. Donate a bunch of money. Oh yeah, because Bethany will like welcome Tinsley with open arms. Right. Now. Bethany and that reunion felt like she was ushering in Tinsley yeah. to her arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, does Sharice count in Potomac? Uh, you know... Because she was friend of... As much as I dislike Sharice, I liked her... Messiness? <laughs> her, her messiness, but also just being, like, tagging along as a friend of. Yeah. Like, it, like, put her in her place a little bit. And actually, like, I like Monique, but... There was a darkness afoot oh, yeah. that nobody really talked about last season. The car crash. The yeah. car crash. Like, that, I still can't wrap my head around. Like, yeah. why nobody she would She just go laughed there. it off. Um, yeah. Carrie Duber, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I wonder if she... What she's bringing is, like, the, the middle-of-the-road energy versus what everyone else brings. She... I mean, we can get into this when we get into Dallas, but she... As much as I don't like her as a housewife, seems to be bringing to me what Tamara used to bring to OC, and that mm. she would just tell everyone 
shit stirred. Oh, yeah. Everyone shit. The messenger. She. I bet you, if you ask Carrie Duber, like which housewife, like she looks up to, I bet you she would say Tamra. Mm. Mm. Um, all of the Dallas women love Tamra because of Jesus. Sure. No, I'm not <laughs> even joking. I feel like I hear interviews with them all the time. They all love her because of Jesus. Okay. Atlanta, it's hard to say. Cynthia. She. Ha- I feel like. I just feel like Cynthia hasn't brought much. As much as I love her, and as ageless and beautiful as she is. Yeah. It's like, I don't need another season of her sitting on the couch with Noelle. Oh, I do. <laughs> in that beautiful house, and yeah. then taking a bath. She, she's one of the housewives who don't have to, like, act crazy, and I could still enjoy. I think Portia, I've had enough of. Mm. I feel like with Atlanta, they're about to give us too many players. Well, I think they're they're, they're going to... I think they want to try to like introduce more so that they could get rid of the mm. old players. Like Ava's going to usher in a new era. Right. Yeah. And the new one who's married to new the guy from New There's Edition? a new one. There's yeah. a new friend of Marlo's still around. Yeah. I'm sure Shamia's somewhere. Shamia's somewhere. <laughs> yeah. There's a Marlo reference in the first episode. She doesn't show up, oh. but there is there is a okay. there is a gathering of all the women, and someone calls all the women, and then someone says Marlo, and she says, "I'll text her." Beautiful. Well, Does we're it. gonna see Marlo. I mean, from the trailer, like she's in the background of every scene, Looking. and then in the and then in the fighting with Ava as well. Uh, fraud. Fraud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got some OC to discuss. Whew. Get rid of all. <laughs> no, <laughs> Kelly Dodd is a shining beacon light. of light in this franchise. Who would have ever thought? I know, especially like she was very problematic at the beginning of her tenure. Yeah, and she's still problematic. Yeah, but I love her. Yeah, I mean, she just brings such a strange she's electric brought, energy. <laughs> she's brought dork back to my life as I, an insult. I have been using dork so much. You know, like. <laughs> early New York how like Ramona would get a look in the in her eye and it looked like she was always gonna like maybe attack yes. Kelly sort of brings that energy <laughs> yeah. a lot also but you don't know what she's gonna you do you have no mania. idea it's what's a mania. gonna happen. yeah uh, Gina's discuss it's another Gina and Emily scene which like these need to be kept to a minimum I know Gina discussing the divorce plan with Emily how she's going to like rotate in and out of the house so that the children have stability. Do you guys like Gina? I think she, of of Gina and Emily. Yeah. She's the Gina's one. Gina's more interesting to me. I think I could like Gina, but there's like she's keeping some secret. And she also I would like like Gina would do amazing in New Jersey. Well, like she half her would. accent is made up, isn't it? Like, she's exaggerated. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, in a confessional, she's definitely like... Nah, 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 nah. Even if it sounds funny. <laughs> That's not how a human sounds. Uh, we got more Eddie stuff, which that... Mm. This is what worries me about Atlanta with Greg. Is like... I'm into, the, I'm into Greg and Nini. I'm not into Eddie. You just want Eddie to go? No, I don't want Eddie to go, but, like, I feel like they are really souping up the storyline with Eddie. Whereas like, the Greg thing is like, he is actually like Oh, you think struggling. that this is, oh my God, you think it's another Brooks cancer? No, I don't think it's a Brooks cancer. <laughs> I think he, like he is like unwell. unwell and is going to doctors and having surgery. But like the scenes that they film where he's like, I just can't take it anymore. Like it's like very, 
film for the, feels very filmed for the camera. Plus, a lot of Tamara's reactions feel very yeah. pre-scripted. Like, what did the doctor say? You yeah. Know, uh, yeah, you, you know what the doctor said. You went with him to the doctor. Yeah. Right. I just I don't buy that she's just learning about it on camera. Yeah, and she's a terrible actress. So yeah, but the Greg stuff like feels very real because he barely talks. Yeah, and like I don't think if it he wouldn't want like Greg wouldn't sign up for this being a storyline if it was not actually going on in their lives. Right. I mean, you can even tell from Nini's Instagrams of Greg over the yeah. past few months that he's not doing well. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, so we're getting together to celebrate Shannon's QVC thing again. Love it. <laughs> Keep it going. QVC thing. We're Salmon do, and cream cheese. We're going to do a, a girl's trip to celebrate it even more. It feels like one of the <laughs> most shoehorned in trip reasons. No, Ireland was worse. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but like then trying to decide where to go. And I liked how the girls who were there last season were like, we gotta go somewhere warm. We gotta go somewhere warm. <laughs> and then us just landing. Just last up. season, them like in that horrible resort, and they in the kept on nowhere. They kept on eating in that sad dining Cafeteria. room. <laughs> and didn't it take the ambulance like thirty-five minutes to get there yeah. when oh. Vicky had her? I, that had that her was moment. kind of a highlight of the season, though, because it was just so like. I There's feel something like happened. It made it made them insane. Like the sun being out. 22 hours of the day. Also, like, they never actually, like, were all filming in a hospital, but it felt like a hospital. Yeah, Because yeah, it yeah. was the setup. It was Also, wild. wasn't that the trip that Peggy overheard through the door? <laughs> yes. People talking shit about her, and then she left, left. That, in the morning without yes. telling anyone? Yes. Oh, love it. Uh, okay. So then Shannon is making them try out more food, and it looks like food, like, that they serve in, like, an old age home. I couldn't tell. Was that for QVC or was she like, I'm pre-testing holiday recipes? Oh, I th- I think it was for QVC. That makes sense. I mean, it looked like there were like three, three items on the plate and like they were all like very far apart from each other. It didn't look like a normal meal. <laughs> mm. Kelly did a great job of convincing her it was delicious. Oh, yeah, though. yeah, yeah. I mean, Kelly. I bet it's delicious. Uh, <laughs> I'd try it. <laughs> Kelly Dodd was explaining the history of Jamaica. Which was very interesting, mm. that scholarly... Oh, like when they were on the hill walking? Well, no, she was just talking about like how Jamaica, like, who, who like, took over... They brought and the slaves They brought the in. slaves in, and this and that. It was really interesting to hear that history lesson from... <laughs> she read <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> no, Jolie told her what happened. Jolie. Speaking of Jolie, I'm surprised that we're returning to... The love pan- the soup it. pantry. The soup kitchen, and I loved it. What yeah. was the woman's name... Joni, she's good energy. Joni and like you could tell that Joni like thinks about Kelly and Jolie and is worried about them when they're not at the soup kitchen. Mm. So like when she was like, "I'm so happy to see you again," she really meant it. Yeah, yeah. I like Jolie this season especially. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's a great scene partner. Yeah, <laughs> great scene partner. <laughs> she's bringing more to the show than Emily yeah, is. For sure. Give her an orange. <laughs> Uh, Emily is like spending another episode pleading with Shane to have another child. Shane is, I have waffled on Shane so frequently. Oh. There were, like when he was apologizing to Kelly, okay. I had a moment where I thought maybe he's not that bad. Maybe he mm. was just misunderstood. And then everything before and since then. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have waffled back towards, I think he's terrible. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. We, I was very excited about the scene with Vicky and Steve Lodge going to San Diego 
which I looked up is an hour, 17 minutes from Orange County. So, like, is Michael commuting that much every day? Is Michael just dropping into the office once a week? I feel like Michael's probably commuting three times a week. Because she said we don't see Michael all that often. Yeah. But he's, like, the vice president. Maybe he's working remotely. Do it's they have 2018. A working in a WeWork space. Maybe they have a Kodo in San Diego. Maybe. She said they're nationwide. Uh... This I actually really liked this. I liked the um, I liked Steve Lodge's daughter. I liked yeah. her boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I liked having these like young people around. Oh, yeah, nice energy. I like this. And I liked everybody reading Vicky for filth. Yeah, yeah. Felt I would love good. to recenter OC around like these adult children. Mm. Bring the Kios back. Mm. And no spinoff, please. <laughs> I mean, they had remember they had like an, a web spinoff. In yeah. the very early years. Well, because the show... Wasn't the show... Didn't Michael sign up for the show? Yeah. Because he wanted a show about him and his friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the OC Housewives lore. Yeah. I think the last big thing from this episode was, like, Gina being so upset that Shannon won't give her the time of day. And I have a theory. My theory is that, like, when they just bring these random women in, like, how much could you possibly have to talk about with each other? I, and the reason I think Shannon gets along with people after their first season is that they go through the trials of, like, the show airing, like, having to do promotion together, like, showing up places, doing interviews, filming the reunion. Like, they actually have time to hang out in real life. Right. And then, like, that's how we get Shannon and Kelly Dodd. Also, like, you're not... if You sometimes don't know, like, who's brought on the show, like, full-time or whatever. Because, mm. like, it's filmed so weirdly, I yeah, guess. Yeah. That, like... You don't know if Gina's going to be the one. Sure. Shannon also did that Reddit. Oh, yeah. Ask me anything this week where someone basically, I think a lot of people called her out on it, but she responded to one person who was like, why are you never friendly with the new people? Yeah. Like, is that something we're just picking up on or is that real? And she basically was like, lol, yup. (laughs) (laughs) It was interesting that she wanted to bring Megan King Edmonds back, but not Heather Dubrow. Yes. We need Heather Dubrow. I didn't even think she, I mean, it's, I don't, she and Megan didn't end on a bad note, but I didn't think they were that close. No, I think, like, they saw each other as allies. Like, mm. against Vicky for yeah. a while. That's right. Yeah. Um, side note, Heather Bro did, like, a web tour of her home, finally, and it was, like, all shot with, like, drones and shit. Like, it looked, like, professionally shot, and I was like... This is just like your YouTube web series. Are you just wasting this money? Oh yeah, she definitely produced it. I don't see Bravo doing that. Oh, they definitely didn't. Yeah, yeah. But like, it was wild. Was it on Bravo's channel? No, Bravo did embed the video for like a blog post though. Sure. Mm. Anything else on OC? Snooze. Snooze. I mean, next. Like, I don't need next week them saying Yaman like twenty five times with those hats. You. I don't know. You'd think that in 2018, people would learn. They yeah. live in the OC, though. Yeah, yeah it's the like rules a different apply world there. there. Okay, well, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with Dallas, and then our Freak of the Week and Winter Queen. Okay. So, Dallas. LGBT night on Dallas. Yeah, lots of LGBT. And something... Was it you, you noticed this? Matt from... Potomac. He made a brief appearance. That's so scary. I didn't notice that. Yeah, I, I miss it too. It, it, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. It was like a brief, like, he took a selfie with Leanne. 
Um, when everyone was taking selfies. When everyone was taking selfies. Well, he has hopped franchises before, right? Oh, he's he, been all over. Right. He's like been in Danielle Straub's home. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> what is his job? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he appeared to be working in an office. I think he's also tight with Cynthia. Bailey. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. It's so scary. But anyway, Dallas. Uh, we get the girls pretty much split up in terms of Stephanie's hanging out with Leanne and Cameron. It's like a two lunches. Yeah. And Deandra, Deandra and Brandy, Brandy are getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get the first three out of the way. I love Stephanie this season. She is like playing a masterful housewives game, mm-hmm. bopping around to everyone, yep. having a relationship with everybody. But also not pissing anybody off. Not pissing anyone off. Except a little bit. I think she's pissing Brandy off a little yes. bit. Mm-hmm. But like, we need it. Yeah. Yeah. But it feels like legitimate pissing Brandy off versus Deandra and Leanne's show that they've created for the season. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Stephanie's in the land of pink and Carney, which was probably my favorite line of the episode. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, just in terms of like calling out the other two girls is like. Also, we haven't gotten many Carney mentions. This I know this season. is like yeah. the only Carney mention I think. Yeah. Uh, but then we have Deandra and Brandy meaning to talk shit about Leanne, essentially. I kind of love that sisterhood. Yes, I, it's something we haven't seen. It crackles. Yeah. yeah. It feels very alive when the two of them are together. They have the same energy. Yep. The only thing I didn't like, they were drinking a very pink rosé, like too pink, like yeah. very sweet, which not mm. up my alley. I like it dry. Uh, at first, I thought they were making a big to-do over splitting the bottle of wine as if like, oh my God, they're going to get wasted. And they were like doing so many shots of like them pouring the wine, t- drinking the wine. I was like, okay, it's not a big it's deal. one bottle. But then the <laughs> shots started coming and I was like, oh, okay, they are actually getting drunk now. And like when we saw them stumble into the event later, it yeah. was like, Whoa. I could like smell the liquor through the screen actually. Uh, but before we get to that event, we... Quickly are at Carrie's vagina doctor's clinic, office clinic yeah, yeah. thing. I think mm. it's just a plastic surgeon. No, but she appears Opened to a not, specific woman's clinic yeah, or something like that. She appears to not be in the same office. Oh, as was that not on premises? Mark. No, I think it's like in a different space. Oh, weird. I think. Just another vaginal rejuvenation another situation. Although Stephanie was selling it better than anyone has ever sold it before. It was great. In terms of like the baby, the peeing, the, 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 like she she made the scene alive. I would say. I <laughs> did hate when Carrie made the hole with her hands. Oh yeah. Ooh, and she was like, she's she was like this. Yeah, now she's like. like yeah. I really didn't. Yeah, like I don't that. need that. I don't need a medical professional on television <laughs> doing that. I think the Dallas women are trying too hard in their confessionals. Mm. They need like better better writers. I di- actually I did have a question about this. It, much in terms of. The way, if you watch Drag Race, each mm. season there's a queen or two who act as a narrator. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask who your favorite narrators on Housewives have been throughout history. Well, I mean, like, Bethany's the legend. She, yeah. she was the one who, like, created being the narrator. And then Carol took her reins from her. Yeah. Um, for a while. I think... Some of Carol's haven't held up well, though. Yeah. I feel like Leanne is doing a great job of it this season. Yeah. She's she, doing less she of narrating put, than she is just quipping. Yeah, she has a lot of, like, 
She puts on the accent so hard during the, I know. <laughs> the confessionals. I think I think this is like Stephanie's been doing a good job narrating yeah. as well. Like I, this is really Stephanie's season in my my book. Mm. Like I've really like turned a corner on her. Before and men also love Stephanie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Men love Stephanie. I'm trying to think of other franchises who's a good narrator. Karen I, feels like a. Yeah, Karen's good. I mean, Nini was forever. But I think it's more Candy now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, West Coast. Nobody. No. Shannon. A little bit. Yeah. No, no one in OC really has that. That it used to be Heather Dubrow. Yeah. 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 R.I.P. In Beverly Hills, no one's got nothing. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. So then we're talking about planning the '80s prom, and we really get a taste of like the spectrum of ages. In terms of people who were born in the 80s and barely Cameron. experienced it. People who graduating high, high school. school in the 80s. <laughs> uh, but like, it doesn't feel funny here. It feels funny on the OC. Oh, if you, you mean the weird age, the funny. Age, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like weird funny here. It, no, it feels normal to me that like Cameron is hanging out with... Leanne. Yeah. Especially in that context, like the charity world context. It they makes have a more reason sense. to be hanging out. Yeah. yeah. Yes. OC, they don't have a reason to be hanging and out. And it almost <laughs> feels like early New York when we got the charity stuff, like the charity meetings. Like there were the older women and then the younger women. And, and like, like fashion shows. Yeah. And let's go do this. Yeah. 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 Okay. So then we have a first charity event. It was the black tie affair, but like there, they were party or something like that it was like but, it, but it's not black tie though right they were all dressed like we're dressed right now sure and like i didn't get it and the other one was the no tie yeah right but this one seemed to be a meet and greet with okay. leanne <laughs> <laughs> she's just wandering around by herself i would well, pay 30 dollars for merch and wait in line for hours to meet leanne give me leanne merch Oh my god, the LGBT event, just the general <laughs> Dallas LGBT event. Like, we don't really know what it's benefiting. It's whatever. She's the mayor there, basically. Yeah. And then. Leanne, uh, Brandy and Deandra show up during the last sloshed. 10 minutes. Brandy, you know, Brandy has the same expression on her face that she did during Brandyland that no one pointed out. Towards the end when yes. Stephanie was like, what's wrong? Yeah. And the answer was really that she's wasted. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but like they didn't make not a plot point of Brandy yeah. Land, but like this is a plot point at Black Tie. You would think someone like who becomes visibly, like she just like uh, becomes a different looking person yeah, when yeah, she's yeah. drunk. You'd think people would just be like, yeah. Yeah. I do like Leanne jumping in in the confessional to say... She can't stop moving. <laughs> I know. During the impersonation of her, like, surfing while standing still. I will say, like, for, like, the fact that Brandy was really drunk here, Leanne didn't win the argument. Like, oh, no, 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 no. like she was, like, fighting with herself almost. <laughs> uh, okay, so then we have a quick Sparkle Dog update. Wait, but can I just say, short, just say short, one more short, short, short. thing? We're in a room full of, like, mostly gay men at a, like, LGBTQ Fans. charity. And, like, these two women are just, like, these two, like, hetero women are just, like, fighting with each other in the middle of it. They're raising awareness for the LGBT. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are also trying to raise awareness of Sparkle Dog internationally. Japan. Japan is going to be very into Sparkle Dog because they like the little nugget on the cover. This felt 
bad. It's probably <laughs> bad, yeah. Definitely. Uh, at least, like, Cameron's not running around saying, like, konnichiwa or something. Like I feel like that's coming, though. It's coming. It's definitely coming. <laughs> like, thank God they don't have the budget to bring the show to Japan. Yes. That was my exact thought on <laughs> South Korea. Or, yeah, no, that's, I was worried oh when they God. were naming countries. That's going to be next year. The Sparkle Dog conversation will be... Will there, if there will, will be, there be a next, next year? <laughs> Although I will say... Kenya there to save. <laughs> I did really like... It felt... I love when the show feels extremely genuine when it doesn't feel like a yeah. scripted moment. Yes. And I will say, when her husband was hearing the person on the phone yeah. list markets <laughs> and was going over and over, oh wow, oh wow, yeah. that felt very real to me. For sure. That because he for sure has not paid a single minute of sincere attention to this endeavor. For sure. Yes. So I was happy. In that Who moment. was this man that she had called her? And, it, okay, <laughs> I had the same question. I said, "Who?" I wrote down in notes beforehand, who did she pay to call her <laughs> and just list countries? And also, at the end of the call, there's a woman who says thank you as well on the other <laughs> end of the phone. And I want to know where she comes in as well. Oh, my God. Uh, I did miss, I think this was during the vaginal rejuvenation, Stephanie telling Carrie she needs to shut her mouth. Because Carrie kept running back and forth to everyone. Yeah. And, like, one of the people she did rat out was Stephanie. Yeah. So Stephanie, the matriarch of the season, nipping it in the bud, making Carrie stop. Carrie's strategy is so bizarre to me. Like, like, they told me I gotta just speak my mind, and now that's what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't also have much of a story. She has nothing. The story this season is I'm living in my parents' house while they're away. Yeah. Well, she's gonna get my vacation. bought a grill. Or like a stove top. Oh, the big yeah. expensive stove. Yeah, I mean, they're it building the, the vacation around her. Like, Copenhagen is because of her. Because, like, she had to prove that, like, her ancestry... Her, her... Oh, yeah, it's her dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but She it's wants all, to reconnect with it. It's all based around the fact that, like, she got... Critic- her family got criticized last year because of the way that her husband would talk about the kid. Sure. Because it was just, like, bizarre. Yeah. Zuri? Zuri. Zuri. I almost said Zuma in my head. <laughs> uh, but we get to the 80s prom, no tie fundraiser. It's an AIDS. It's AIDS. AIDS. It's an AIDS benefit. Cameron's and, hosting it? Yeah, and Cameron. Or a chairwoman. Probably she's chairwoman. an honorary chairwoman, which means she. Basically, what Leanne said. Honorary co chairwoman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they so were basically, like, she lets them call her rich friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Is what Leanne said, and Leanne was right. Um, but, like, she does this thing about, like, yeah, I've got so many friends who've, like, been affected by AIDS. No, and, like, did you yeah. believe that from Cameron? No. Like, no. especially, like, 20 minutes earlier saying she was born in the 80s. She also said in a talking head something like, I, like, didn't have firsthand experience oh. with it because I was a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when yeah, yeah. the epidemic was sweeping. Sure. And did you think it was a weird choice to have an 80s party for this particular oh, yeah. benefit? Yes. For sure. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, let's celebrate the 80s. Uh, they could have easily so. done like 90s or sock hop or some other. <laughs> right. Yeah. Any other decade. Let's do another. The future. <laughs> <laughs> let's do <wear> space <laughs> A flapper party. Flapper. another flapper party. Uh, Bring in Robin, have her do a dance. This, okay, so Stephanie's acknowledging, I think when she's talking to Brandy beforehand, that, like, she gets in trouble for Brandy's nonsense. Like, she gets roped into anything that Brandy is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked the costumes, the 
America's favorite couple had. America's favorite couple, yeah. <laughs> I like the braces. The braces oh, were the braces awesome. were an amazing touch. They yes. say they were the back of earrings. That's that was weird. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing of like all these women yelling at Leanne to get married is the craziest yeah. plot point. And like, it was funny because like Leanne won, like did win this argument with Brandy, I thought. In terms of like, why do you keep yelling at me about this? Like, you don't, you don't even friends. like me. Like, <laughs> it's like, and then she gave the example of, oh, should I run around saying like this baby save your marriage? Well, that's going to bite her in the face next week's episode. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, one thing. So they talked about losing their virginity. Mm. Oh, Stephanie. Yeah. Stephanie's explanation, she lost hers on prom night, but, like, they couldn't get into the hotel room, so she lost it on her the closet, closet. No, her, like, bedroom's closet floor. floor. Yeah. Yes. Did they miss the bed? Like, No, they you... were trying to, like, hide because they were home. Hide in the closet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, national coming out day. Yeah, it's not coming, <laughs> in the spirit of national coming out day. These two allies. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Brandy just was with Brian... But her special night was not during prom. Brian Brinkley Brexit. What's the other Brexit? <laughs> Bruin. Bruin. And then what's the other daughter's name? Bro- Brooklyn Brinkley. Brooklyn and Brinkley. Yeah. Brandy. You like those children, right? I love those uh, children. Last week they did have a star making moment. <laughs> they were yeah, they were stars. Uh, that sounded very accusatory. You like those children. <laughs> and I would say before last week, I was out on them, and then them licking the camera oh. in the back seat was breaking the third wall in a way I've never seen on a housewife show. But it seemed it, it seemed natural versus yes. like versus Brandy telling them to do that. Oh, for sure. Like the they, the Gorgas would do it, and I would, I would think like, oh, Melissa told you yep. to do that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't like a young child on these shows, but like if if you're on it, be a Brexit. <laughs> be a Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then Leanne won the one true queen of prom. That was dark. <laughs> the, I felt the weight she put on winning it was the darkest moment of the season so far. I Saying mean, I never won it before, so she, this means the world to me or she's whatever. She's a professional pageant girl. For course. it to come at this moment. Yeah. Right. But she said that in the confessional, not even on stage. It was so scary. And for all the women yelling at her about when is she getting married... In our Facebook group, we got an alert from Lucy, who informed us via thenot.com, the wedding is happening not this upcoming Saturday, a week from the Saturday, October 20th. So keep your eyes peeled. I might temporarily follow all these women on Instagram (laughs) just to see who's there, who's not there. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see see if it happens, the wedding? (laughs) If it does happen, though, I'll be there, right? I can't imagine there's one woman... Uh, truly, I can't imagine there's one that she wouldn't invite. I even 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 if she and Deandra are, like, truly feuding, I think Deandra She's will stand in the stand lock-in in the, wedding. in the wedding. In the lock-in wedding. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was interesting Deandra used that same verbiage to talk about oh, she that. she stood in my wedding, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, like, outside of that show, I've never heard that. People standing at people's weddings. Like, yeah. you hear bridesmaids, You're my bridal honor. party. You're my best man. Yeah. You're my... Yeah. Well, like, I stood at Tim and Trang's wedding, but I wasn't, like... I was officiating. Yeah. Is that different? But you you physically stood there, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think that's it for Dallas this week. We do get a preview of next week. 
where Mama D says the Ooh. word rip again. Rip. Which I would love to find a way to incorporate. And Andy did tease that Mama D is finally going to interact with the yeah, other housewives right. at some point, which I am waiting Well, we did just get about. a talking head with her, right? That was yes, last, last week? last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama D is the only part of this show that gets Andy excited. Yeah, yeah. Very Miami in that way. At least he, like, finally realized this show was airing. <laughs> Did you watch what happens live last night? It was like Lena Dunham oh, yes, and Maggie Gyllenhaal, yes. and like Andy tried to get Lena excited about a clip from Dallas, and, and she talked doesn't. about below deck and stuff. <laughs> and she talked about no, she talked about flipping out and the Jenny and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff stuff. Yeah, and then he asked several questions about Taylor Swift in front of Maggie Gyllenhaal, and I thought it was really uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> like asking who is Lena Dunham's least favorite Taylor boyfriend. She said. Calvin Harris? Yes, yes, right. yes. She said, yeah, quote, quote, Calvin quote Harris. Unquote, Calvin the Harris. other moment that I noticed was when talking about Taylor's recent encouraging people to register to vote and mm-hmm. her coming out and endorsing candidates, yeah. um, Andy and Lena were praising, and then the applause happened, and they zoomed out, and guess who wasn't applauding? Maggie? Yep. Ooh. That's fine. I'm, I stand with her. And Jake, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and she still wants her scarf back. She wants that scarf back. Oh, no. Maggie has a scarf. I see Maggie in my neighborhood sometimes. Ooh, I live near the that's Parcel Food Park Co-op, Slope. Yeah. Um, which is also near the coffee shop that Taylor and Jake went to in those paparazzi photos oh. from like wow. five years ago of them in the winter walking through Brooklyn. Oh, I know those photos well. Yep. My dad tried to convince me to join the co-op, and I'm like, I have a grocery store right here. Why am I going to go travel? You also have to work at... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah shift. Yeah. Like, like that you Broad have to... City episode. Yes. Yeah, I don't need an extra shift. This is a shift every week. <laughs> Our unpaid internship. <laughs> uh, so, besides us being freaks, we have a freak of the week, and that is... So, it's just going to go to the Daily Mail for making up this fan fiction about Bethany dating this 29-year-old hunk, when actually she was dating someone completely different. And if you look at the photos compared of this man and the person they were claiming who it was yeah completely different people does not match up also the daily mail was a little shamey about the gap between dennis's passing oh and yeah, for sure oh yeah this current moment which felt ooh, yeah. yeah but that's daily mail for you sure 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 <laughs> yeah. uh one true queens this week a shout out to little mex woman like me just premiered so, Run Don't Walk to the Lyric video. I'm just kind of disappointed we didn't get the actual video today, but I'm sure that's part of the whole rollout plan. Uh, that interview with them from... ID? Noisy? Noisy. Noisy. Yeah. Was great. So good. Love checking in with the girls, seeing what they have to say. I love white. when um, Jade slips into like her native tongue. Oh, yeah. Uh, her <laughs> LGBT... Q-A-R. No, I meant more like when she's like, oh. I gotta take a wee. <laughs> I look like Arson. I'm gonna eat a yeah. spot of a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> Those photos of them look beautiful, too. Oh, my God. Uh, Jade and Jesse look like sisters these days. Mm. I feel like they used to look more like sisters. No, they look more now. Oh, okay. Uh, so stay tuned for the tour to be announced. No, actually, like, if you're listening to this, you probably don't listen to Little Mix. So actually listen to a song. Please. <laughs> it's a... St- I mean, I say this as a Little Mix huge fan. It's a step up in terms of the mm. sound. Mm. Yeah. It feels more... The stuff they've done before has always felt to me like British pop, in mm, quotes, and yeah. this feels like pop pop. 
Well, mm. we got Nikki on the track. Got Nikki on the track. Uh, this lead single definitely sounds like a song that we will be hearing in a Dove commercial. Yes. In a trailer for a movie. For a J-Lo movie specifically. A J-Lo movie. Or like movie. a Rebel Wilson movie. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so support our favorite girls, please. The Come Through Queen fans have to buy the album. Yes. We need the we audience need, to yeah. buy it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's it for this week. Brennan... Thank you so much for joining us Thank this week. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was yeah. so much fun. Our <laughs> longest intro ever. I know, but, <laughs> but probably the, the best part of this episode, besides you turning the tables like the Little Mixed Girls on their interviewer uh, during their no- noisy interview. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when you try to make some sort of dumb connection. Yeah. Uh, so where can people find you, your writing, etc.? Uh, so... Any GQ.com. I am an editor there. I write stuff too. I edit pieces. It's a blast. Um, I'm on Twitter at Brennan, B-R-E-N-N-A-N Carly, C-A-R-L-E-Y. Nice. Not to be confused with Brendan. Yeah. B-R-E-N-D-A. Bren plus Bren. Love it. Uh, you can find Brendan at not Brendan. You can find me at IDKIDK. You can give us a call at seven one seven four seven freak, and we'll play it if we like it. Yeah, or email us at comethroughqueen at gmail We name drop the Facebook group a ton this episode. Lots of great scoops coming in there throughout the week. It feels like there's reporters in there. Oh yeah, yeah it's a community. professionals. It's actually like such a time saver for us because <laughs> 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 they get all the scoops uh together for the week though the people magazine bethany scoop was not reported on in that mm. so this is group. some breaking news yeah. yeah uh so like comment subscribe heart share retweet love us love us please retweet see you next week bye, bye. bye. Come through, Queen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.